Burgers are best fresh from the grill. Well, more specifically, burgers with Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. It's so rich and creamy that it instantly makes any burger irresistible. And what backyard barbecue is complete without some potato salad? Not just any potato salad, of course. Potato salad highlights the rich, creamy goodness of Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. So if you want to take your barbecue season to the next level, stock up on Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. For great recipe ideas, visit hellmans.com. They say every dog has its day, but when you're Lulu and your parents drive a Camry, every day is your day. The roomy rear seat is the perfect, whoa, is that the dog park? Backseat besties, it's a Camry vibe. The all-new, all-hybrid Camry. Toyota, let's go places. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. fans. Your old pal Dave Damashek here. Welcome to episode six of the Dave Damashek football program. Number six, who wore it best in sports history and NFL history? Wow, slim pickings. Jay Cutler's the greatest number six in NFL history. That's pretty bad. Maybe his uh, his Bears uh, brother, Kevin Butler. That's bad. Rolf Benershka? Egad. But it's weird, too, because there's so many great number sixes, I mean, legends, in fact, across the sports landscape. Bill Russell, Stan the Man Musial, Doc J, and so on, Al K-Line. But in football, I guess Kevin Butler. Let's ask uh, the man, the uh, disgraced former head coach of the Ohio State Buckeyes. <laughs> right? Maybe not. I'm confusing you with someone else. It's Adam Rank from NFL.com. What's going down, Rank? Hey, Dave. Thanks for having me. Sure it is. Thing. It is weird that the, the dearth of number six is available to pick from from the NFL because uh, Mark Sanchez is making a bid for it, too. Any quarterback that's coming into the game now, Cam Newton or somebody like that, take six. You could make that number your Single own. Single digit looks handsome, too. And if, it, and if no one has uh, worn it to legendary status or taken it to the Hall of Fame, then listen, fair game. Jump on that, right, Rank? It's true, yeah. Well, one more other thing, though, I do want to bring up because you, you did mention Dr. J. You know, something that people tended to overlook when the whole LeBron James thing was going on is that he tried to hi-hat us and be like, you know what, nobody should wear number 23. This number needs to be retired. It's going to be Jordan's. So he picks Julius Irving's number six. Slap like in the face. Yes, he, He's was, he was Jordan before Jordan was uh, Jordan was in diapers when Doc J was the star of stars in the in the world of sports. Yeah, so why not pick five or seven? Pick your own number. Pick one that hasn't been. And, and it's Wilt's number. Th- or Excuse me. It's Bill Russell's number, too. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Yes, arguably, yes. Bill Russell could yeah, would probably be in the starting lineup if you put together an all-time team. That's okay. For yeah. LeBron. He's done it again. But listen, that leads me to uh, to something interesting. And also, let's say hello to uh, to producer Necktie Milner. What's going down, Necktie? Hi, Dave. How Good are to be you? Here. Yeah, pleasure to have you. You know, I think uh, the reason why there's so many uh, or a, a, a chasm of number six in the NFL for quarterbacks, are they taking heed to your single-digit curse? Ah, yes. Ah, thank you for bringing that up. Yes, it's, they, we're, we're in the summer months now. Everybody should uh, be forewarned. Anybody? They're coming Tony, around on it. Tony Romo, be be aware. Uh, you know, all the single-digit QBs. Jake Cutler, of course, he didn't wait till the offseason. <laughs> he, st- he started uh, in the NFC title game. And this that, is what, stop right. scolding me, players. All, all the players who, who speak out. Everybody should shame on everybody who badmouths Jake Cutler. Listen, 
I saw what I saw. I saw my two eyes didn't lie to me. I saw what I saw in that NFC title game, namely him, him sitting his bum on the bench, sort of moping around while his team was trying to get to the Super Bowl, the big game. Don't tell me I'm not allowed to to take shots at him. He didn't seem to be. Uh, anyway, well, he's behind the scenes. He was doing things in the lot. No, no, no. He should have been that way the whole game. He should have been jumping up and down on the sidelines, right? Yes. Helping old Caleb, what's his name out? Right, Caleb? Yeah, Ladanian Tomlinson Haney? thought he was Caleb bad. Haney. Haney? I don't know. What's that uh, rank? Ladanian Tomlinson thought it was bad. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Have some pride. Have, Have some, some team pride spirit. In your team. Yeah. This week really has uh, has proved it's championship week, basically. We saw the Mavericks cut down the nets figuratively only. I proposed two, three years ago. Why is it? This is one of these things that college sports are better than pro sports with. And uh, why is it that the collegiate players cut the nets down? It's a cool tradition. Why don't they do that in the NBA? Wouldn't that be a nice addition? Somebody should do that. I don't know why they don't. Wouldn't that be cool if Dirk Nowitzki and Jason Terry were up there cutting the net down, putting it around their neck? Do the the Mavs have a trophy case in their... in their team facility? Because if Probably they do, that's not. where you put it. That's where the college teams put it, in well, their trophy getting, case. They're not so, getting rings. I'd, I, I, I make a ring out of a piece of net around your finger, something like that. There you oh, go. That's just weird. Damashek's an idea, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm coming up with ideas. We should and, have uh, opposing teams tear down the goalpost in the Super Bowl. <laughs> the winning team's fans just run out and tear down the goalpost. <laughs> Carry it out. That'd be awesome. That's Well, and then, of course, rioting. In Vancouver, after the uh, Boston Bruins hoisted the cup on uh, on the ice up yeah. in Canada, I guess that's a little bit of vengeance for some American fans because what? they didn't like. Well, because a couple of years ago, the in the Olympics, the Canadians won the stand won, won the Stanley Cup. They won the gold medal against the U.S. in the final game. I caught a little bit of flack. In fact, a lot of flack from uh, from red, white, and blue people. Because I was happy about it, because my favorite player in the NHL, my favorite team, Kid Crosby, scored the game winner. You know, it vaulted him into legendary status up there with uh, Paul Henderson, if you're familiar with the name, or or Mario Lemieux, another one. These these iconic goals in in hockey history. Interesting too that uh, two centermen of the Pittsburgh Penguins have scored two of the three most iconic goals probably in NHL history. But I digress. But yeah, I got a lot of I got a lot of flack for being happy about that, and I said sorry. Black and gold over red, white, and blue. You know? How dare you? What do you mean? That's a, no, it's not good. That uh, uh, Listen, think globally, act locally. That's uh, something like that. That's what I'm doing. That's all. Frank, you're rooting was, for the Germans. Yeah, the NBA. I, was, I was rooting for America. Well, that brings me to my point. Been. That brings me to my point. We all were rooting for the, yes. for the German. We were it's all true. rooting. It's true. It's we, true. Everyone outside of Miami. And by the way, this thing of you know, I'm with Chaz Barkley. You know these the the Heat's fans. I don't know. They 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 don't seem right. And I'm sure they didn't care a year ago. And all of a sudden they get LeBron, and all of a sudden the big rally behind them. But all right, I'll I'll I'll, I'll give the South Beach people. Uh, you know, fine. They're 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 light. Let's suppose that they're all lifelong Heat fans. They so didn't care it. four years ago when LeBron and Shaq won. I guess that was a nice moment. Yeah, Wade? I don't know. I, I don't. I don't get the vibe from them. I, oh, sorry, Le- Dwayne Wade and Shaq, obviously. How often do you? I mean, I, I've just never encountered. And obviously, we're on the other side of the country. But of course, I meet plenty of uh, New York football Giants fans. I meet plenty of Eagles fans. I've met fan. You know, I've met Carolina Hurricanes fans out here. I've never met a, a Miami Heat fan. I've, I, 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 it's anecdotal, but of course, I don't know anybody who roots for that team we or have, ever has. Have you have you not come to the NFL.com offices? Dave Benheim. There are several. Yeah. No, I guess you haven't, big time. No, no. no he hasn't. I, I, well, I, think I it's, it's no, thank not, you. I've walked by them, but you know, I, like those guys, they, they're like, "Hey, Dave." As I go by, and I'm like, "Hey, don't remember, yeah. don't don't look at me <laughs> in the <laughs> eye, and you're Dave. not supposed to speak to me. Please speak to my representative, uh, Nick." The guy, Miller. the guy that throws the rose petals behind you as you walk through the offices, he's a Miami Heat fan. Oh, see, yeah. Oh, we, again, we don't talk. We don't. Okay. We, we don't. Okay. We don't. Actually so that's speak. two. But all right. So, but the point I, is, I think we all got behind. Uh, we all wanted to see Dallas win the title, but Absolutely. not so much win the title. I, actually, we, we were happy for Dirk Nowitzki. Yes. I think we liked seeing that. But I think more important to all of us, the thing that we all rallied behind was seeing the, the Heat lose. Yes? Yes. Yeah, yes. I think we all were excited about that. And um, it makes me, is that is that the most hated team? Are, are we, the mo- it, it, it's sort of like Dirk Nowitzki is Luke Skywalker, 
or maybe it's like he's like Frodo. Neither one of those characters. They're the main guy in those two respective pictures. You may have heard about those, Necktie Milner. They were before your time. The one was called Star Wars. The other was a little picture called Lord of the Rings. Anyway, what am I four? Yeah, I don't know. You I, you, like you, you've seen uh, you've seen two or three movies in your life, so I don't know what you know about. Anyway, these were significant pictures. They did well. They were popular. Well, I'll received. look those up. Okay, Thanks. please do. But the thing that they have in common is, aside from being spectacular films, is uh, Luke Skywalker and Frodo. Both guys, you really, you know, they're not great heroes. They're not certain. They're not great action heroes. They're not guys you rally behind. They're kind of ineffectual, sort of fey kind of guys. Who cares about them? But what we like about them is that they defeated the evil empire. They defeated Sauron, and that's what the Heat are. The Heat were Sauron. They were they were Vader and the Emperor. You see, mm-hmm. and uh, and Skywalker, Frodo. They were the they were uh, they were like Dirk Nowitzki. You see? You savvy? You, you follow my analogy I there? I do follow it. Yeah. Okay. It's like, it's like it, it happens in sports like all the time. Like anybody who plays the Yankees. You have the Diamondbacks recently. Correct. The uh, Marlins. Right. Oh, that, that was the worst one ever, though. The, when the Marlins and Yankees played, you could have had Red Sox-Cubs, and that would have been the end of the sports world. I think that's... I, I feel like, all right, let's, we can press on. We can make we can go ahead and make Police Academy 4, 5, and 6. But <laughs> I, I think we've pretty much peaked here at uh, Police Academy 3. There's nowhere left to I go. I think baseball would have stopped. I think... They said, you know what? We had a good run. Thank you. No more. No reason to continue. Now, yeah. n- now it's just getting... Uh, now it's just about lining our pockets at this point. We've seen all there is to see. But Anyway, yes, your yeah, the larger point. Yes, we always like to see the Yankees lose, and I think the Heat may be the most hated team in in uh, to 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 avoid. I mean, we're we're happiest collectively as a nation to see the Heat lose as much as any championship in my lifetime, with the possible exception of when the Giants beat the Patriots. Because mm-hmm. that would have been undoable. Then, if if they were undefeated, then. You would just have to have declared them the 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 probably the the I mean not probably you would have had to say they're the greatest single team, single season team in NFL history because this was off of the cheating scandal. So you assume that nothing was going on that season. Mm-hmm. This was their this was their their vengeful act. This was their reckoning, their season long reckoning against the NFL. Remember, they were heartless. They they were smoking teams. They were putting sixty on teams. You know, they yeah. were intentionally embarrassing teams. So I think everybody wanted to see that. The only downside what? to that is of course, I know what you're gonna say, Rank, is the reason why you wanted the the Patriots to go undefeated is why. Two reasons, actually. The uh, 72 Dolphins. That's all I do. I'm with you. Ouch. I'm, anno- I'm, as annoyed so by Mer- the- I'm as annoyed by Mercury Morris and Zonka and everybody else drinking their champagne, old men gathering in a crummy old hotel room so they can toast each other. When I was on the Finsiders, they told me that only happened twice. Is that right? They allege that it happens twice. Jimmy Cephalo, who does their play-by-play and used to be, uh, you know, obviously on the team. I think he played in that uh, Super Bowl 17 against the Redskins that they lost. He uh, he scolded me for the same thing. Yeah. That's overstated. Get your facts straight. Really yelled Jeez. at me about him. I <laughs> settle down, Cephalo. But they're gone. We have no reason to ever talk to Mercury Morris again. I know, but that would great reason right there. More than offset by the Patriots being nope. regarded as the greatest single season team, and then probably we would also have to consider that decade as the greatest team of all time. So are they? Know. Are they not? They were the best team of that decade. Yes. All right. And they were the greatest regular season team. Yes. They lost in the Super Bowl. They didn't lose in the regular I, this, season. I'm, I'm not interested in getting into that whole conversation right now about the merits of the, that Patriots era, which I think if if they started another one next season, it still would be too late to lump that in as the the, the era. You know, it's been long okay. enough since their last championship. But either way, listen, we I, also, course, we also, I discredit. And maybe it's uh, you know it serves my purposes, but I discredit obviously those Patriots teams and those and the and the Super Bowls they won because they're because of the stink on them from Spygate, right? Sure. What? Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah don't yeah. give me the business. Oh, Listen. What we, are, do we have to go through this every time? We also we're forgetting a huge thing too when you're talking about why we wanted the Patriots to win. It would have kept Eli Manning from winning. No. Which nobody, to me that's nobody like, else, nobody cares like about that besides you. I don't know. Everybody you're, you're, cares. You're, your uh, this 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 thing you got against Eli Manning is what because Who? you're li- because 
You're, I, I, do we, are we already forgot what he did in the draft where he went up and pouted like, hey, I don't want to make millions of dollars and live in San Diego. Daddy, do something. Get me on a different team. He, pouted. You know, he I, refused to wear the hat. He went up there. Look at you're going to the NFL. You're Boy, it must be to the, nice. I'm it must have... be nice. It must be nice to be able. So obviously your uh, you know, rank for any newcomer is from L.A. No. You're from Orange County. No. What are you from? I'm from uh, Corona, just outside of Orange County. I know in I want to be accurate. The point I want to be is accurate. That, I'm not, but I'm, I don't want it to be seen. But you root for Orange County teams. You root for L.A. teams. What you basically root for is all of Southern California. How convenient <laughs> that you can just you can just uh-huh. adopt every team in a region of the country. I don't do that. Well, that I don't root for the Dodgers, the Clippers, or the Ducks. Why are you upset about Eli Manning wronging the San Diego Chargers? Are they somehow that you It was some, just a D move. That's our— uh, for, yeah, exactly. D-move, first of all. And yeah, because there's no NFL team in Southern California, the Chargers are a de facto team. I'm going to have to agree with Rank on this whole Eli Manning in the Super Bowl thing. I remember watching this game completely neutral, thinking, who am I going to root for? Well, eventually as the game goes on, my gut is just going to pull me one way or the other. And eventually as the game wore on, I'm rooting for the upset. I've Enough with history, I'm rooting for the upset. Let's go Giants. But then I kind of had this sick feeling thinking, you know what? If the Giants win this game, you know who's going to be the MVP? The quarterback. And do I really want Eli Manning, a Super Bowl MVP? It just made me sick. Wow. I've, I've, I've spoken out on this subject many times before, and I'll do it again now. Who, you know, Eli Manning getting that MVP in the Super Bowl, who my heart really went out to immediately, was Cooper Manning. Because, of course, <laughs> because the season, you know, the season before... You know, the Indianapolis Colts win. Peyton Manning is the MVP of that game. Hey, it's a great day for the Manning family. Everybody celebrates. Hey, Peyton got one. Our family got a ring. Finally, Archie, you know, was there busting with pride, doing something, seeing his son do something he had never been able to do. Everybody rallied behind that. But when it happens for the second time in 366 days, (laughs) Cooper Manning. So you have two brothers. Both of whom are not just in the NFL, but now they're both Super Bowl MVPs. Cooper Manning must have, must must have been thinking, "What did I do to you, God? What did, <laughs> what did I do to cross you? What 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 gives here? What uh, imagine how awful you would feel?" But he's the, uh, he would be the Chloe Kardashian of that family. That's exactly what he'd be like. Yes, that's exactly what he'd be. He's, he's the Chloe of the family. But at least he's disappeared. It's not like he's gone out and done a reality show dating a supermodel. He stays in the background. Which I would prefer Chloe did. Yeah, I, I, that's what I resent about Chloe is that she doesn't seem to get that she's the third spoke on that uh, on that wheel. She thinks, yeah, she thinks she's as hot as the other ones. Yeah, and like I so, so does that. Lamar Odom. Yeah, yeah, he thinks he's the third best. Like you know, and that's the thing too is like people are, they get upset when you make fun of Chloe Kardashian. Like, how dare you? Why would you? Do? But she puts herself out there. That's she right. should. If that's she what follow, I resent. If, if she followed Cooper Manning's example. We would never talk about her. We would never make fun of her. That's right. I, I resent it because you know I'm a ball of self-esteem issues. You know, I've, I, I, you know, I've got all my, uh, I've got my troubles, and and she goes through life completely unaware of her, of her issues. You know, why yeah. does she get to have uh, all the self-confidence? You know. Yes, it never makes sense. The wrong people have self confidence. Um, so yeah, so I, so anyway, so I think the Heat's champion or, or or loss is something that we're as excited about as as maybe even more even more than seeing the Patriots lose. Is there any other one? You know, like you say, the anytime the Yankees lose, that's uh, always nice. I personally always like when the Flyers get deposed. I never want to see the Philly Flyers. When the Red Wings that. lose, hockey fans rejoice. <laughs> A lot of them do. Yeah, a lot of them do. Mm. Maybe. Look, it's Hockey Town, USA. About, we all know. To but. me, the Philly Flyers are, are, are a team that uh, they're as hateable a group as there is. Well, football, it's kind of like whenever the Cowboys lose. Cowboys. A lot of Cowboys, Cowboys anti fans out there. Mm-hmm. Anytime Boston loses, America wins. <laughs> that's, a, that's a strong this statement. No, this it's guy. true. Yeah. Have you spent any time with any Boston fan ever? I've not had the pleasure. There, yeah. Oh, wait. Maybe I have met a couple of uh, sports fans uh, yeah. from, from uh, the New England area. <laughs> yeah, um, They're not, right. not gracious winners. Well, but, well but, only only one city. I swear, this drives me crazy, is that the Red Sox, the whole notion of like, we're so tortured. We were so tortured as the Celtics were winning 80 titles during my— You had plenty of championships. I don't want to hear it anymore. You won. Okay, all four of your teams have won recently. You're done. Please stop. Don't, I, think, I don't want to hear tortured fans, whatever. 
It's over. I you, feel I feel a new character developing on this show. It's ranks Boston fan neighbor that he has to deal with every day. <sighs> I do. Know. Yeah, I do. Sporty, uh, Sporty Simmons, uh, you know, celebrating like all Boston fans uh, are today. Like, I'm so happy to see my Boston Bruins get it done. They're but, number one. They're the best. They they won the Stanley Cup. I love it. I can't name more than two guys on the team, but I don't care because I'm thrilled. But isn't he? He's he wrote a column not too long. <laughs> That's not true. He, had, he, <laughs> but he, he wrote, did rally behind the the Bruins uh, this spring. And, and I'm actually I was more laughing at the 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 effort your facial muscles took to <laughs> get that voice out more so than the I actual watched, voice. I watched them all season long, but in secret. I, I didn't let anybody know I was watching them. Your face looks like I, it's really struggling to get this on out. The whole world. He wrote a column like a couple of years ago where he was talking about. I think he was in Vegas, and one of his friends had come out and said, hey, it was during the uh, NHL lockout about, like, hey, I really miss hockey. And him and all his friends made fun of it. And I thought he was pretty open that he's not a – he's more of a bandwagon playoff-type Boston Bruins No, No, listen, nothing better for the sport than if uh, Sporty Simmons uh, gets behind it. So, Absolutely. So, but uh, anyway, Dirk Nowitzki. Now, I think uh, that's that's – Part number two of that NBA title is I think we're happy to see him win a crown. Like, Fro- but again, you know the Frodo Skywalker thing. But he seems like a legitimately good guy who really wanted to. You know, it, it, it seemed genuine for some reason when he said, "I don't care about all the individual stuff. I just want that ring. That's what I need." And so we could all get behind that idea. Sure. And rank, you put together a pick six on yes, NFL.com sir. about NFL players that you would like to see win. Good guys, you say. Guys that you think good are guys. Good, yeah, good guys. Is that the, is that the good is, guys? Good stories. That's uh, the measuring reasons. You know, it's more of an emotional thing. It's it was very personal. It's guys that I've enjoyed following their careers. Uh, guys that I've rooted for who've either faced some sort of adversity or I've met personally or might be related to. Either way, um, then you know that's might how be I did related it. to. Who yeah. are you related to? Who's on this list to? You got you got Kyle Orton, Jared Allen, Peyton Hillis, Tony Gonzalez, Stephen Jackson, and at number one you have Phil Rivers. Oh, excuse mm. me. Here's why that's a ridiculous. That's <laughs> like, <laughs> Phil Rivers. Yes. Let me just tell it's you, his half brother. This is his. Yeah. He's likable. He is like. Yeah, he's likable. He calls him. He if you call him Phil Rivers, he'll correct you and say no, it's Philip. Well, that's, that's his all name. I need to know about it. That's all that's I his, need to know about. It's his name. Why is that wrong? How about how about what this if I is something else I Stan? need to know? How about all his trash talking on the sideline, finger wagging at whoever he's <laughs> his team's about to beat? That's likable. We're supposed to rally behind that and think, oh, what a what a sweetheart. Let's hope he gets one. Yes. Why? <laughs> it's a music. I I find it funny. It's refreshing. Well, here's what. I agree with Rank. I like Phil Rivers because he's sassy and he's a gunslinger and he's got that chutzpah as a quarterback. But I wouldn't say that he's a good guy and should be on that list for that reason. You'd so, like to see guy. him win it. So tell I me why you like I enjoy Phil Rivers, see- but I don't think he's on the list as a good guy that my mother's rooting for. Well, he is a good guy. I mean, if you watched in the uh, 2004 NFL draft when he was traded to the Chargers, he went about it the right way. He stayed at home. He never spoke out. He just went out and did his job. He backed up Drew Brees. Again, just learned the position, came in, played well. He's doing great. And now, you know, you look at those quarterbacks and everybody, when they compare the quarterbacks, the one knock against Rivers, and they never involve him in this conversation of the best of that draft class, is because he doesn't have a ring. No, I'd like you to know have... that that's the opposite. That, that in fact, that people, if you polled uh, uh, the whole world, I think if you talk to anybody who watched football, I bet you, much to my chagrin, the guy who would be ranked as the best QB of the trio of Manning, Roethlisberger, and Phil Rivers would be Phil Rivers, even though he has no ring. No, everyone finger. puts Big Ben at the top of that list. I don't think so. Oh, everyone does. Well, it's not, gonna... well, not everybody. <laughs> <because> <laughs> the top the 100. NF- the top 100. Listen, settle down, necktie. <laughs> the, the, the top 100 list of the current players in the NFL has Phil Rivers ahead of Ben Roethlisberger. So I think I've just immediately debunked your little theory. All right. The players well, got one right. We have, I mean, they had 100 chances. Phil Rivers is, is, is likable. That's, a, that's I, the guy you want to see. Have Peyton you spent, Hillis. Have you what's, spent time with him? What's Peyton Hillis done? He's had, he had an eight-game run. He's, he's Oh, everybody would love to see him get one. Well, it's, it, it, it factors into the Cleveland. I think people want to see. I would like to see the Browns win. All right. Well, Scott Fujita. Now, that's a guy who you can feel bad for because he was with the New Orleans Saints. Right. And then Lee, you know, he gets uh, basically, they, they, they let him walk away. 
And you feel sorry for him because he could have been on a world champion, and instead he was in Cleveland. The mistake by one. the lake, that would be better than uh, than Peyton Hillis. Fujita's paid his dues, pal. I'm not. I'm not opposed to Peyton. Now, I don't. I, you know, uh, as someone who roots for another team in the AFC North, I don't care if the Browns ever win one. I I don't want to see them ever win one. It's funny that they. You know, it's a. You know, you, deep down, do you really want to see Charlie Brown kick the ball, or do you want to see Lucy keep taking it away from him? It'd be kind of I, sad. I want a. I want a more uh, current reference. Is what I'd want there. <laughs> All right. Well, it's like the, it's like the, it's like a cup. I, I don't have one. Cubs and Cubs and uh, Red Sox in the World Series. It's the same thing. Where do you yeah. go if it happens? Then? Yeah, because the Browns win a, a Super Bowl. Then you know what's what, what? What is there any meat left on the NFL bone? I don't know. Do they turn into Red Sox fans after they won the World Series? Is that what happens if the Browns win? I think something like that. I, I, listen, that. I bet you that that is exactly what would happen. But Cleveland is at least a, a, a tortured sports town. Basketball, baseball, all of their sports are losers. Yeah, it's horrible. Yeah, there's no. And by the way, you know, I give out the uh, the Sonic Award every year to the uh, to the towns, uh, the sports fans, uh, to the town with the sports fans who have suffered the most as a result of their team's performance over the last year. I'll tell you who's making a bid for it. If you're not paying attention, Los Angeles, the Dodgers. <laughs> Are a joke. Are an embarrassment. There Broke. is no football. The Lakers, by their standards, just embarrass themselves. Buying them and company, uh, you know, embarrassing themselves at the end of that mm-hmm. sweep. And uh, you know, nothing to talk about in terms of puck. Really, that's a bad. That's a bad sports town. True. So far, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, as far as winning goes, it's been. Well, what's going to happen? I don't USC, think anyone has USC, Angels. Well, the Angels. USC is tarnished. And the Angels have started to go through a run now where they're not. The they, Halos don't count as L.A. anyway. Please. But I don't, I don't think had. anyone's so were, giving wait, sympathy to L.A. So you were just telling me before that I'm from L.A. And then when I bring up the Angels, you're like, oh, that's not L.A. Now he said you're from Southern California. I said you're rooting for all of Southern California conveniently. Which I don't. Because I don't root for the Dodgers. I don't root for the Ducks. Well, listen, you're defending San Diego. I mean, it's up and down the coast, up and down the, uh, the the western seaboard. How about uh, here's one for you. Actually, it's three for you. I would like to see Fred Jack- Jackson, Ryan Fitzpatrick, and uh, and Stevie Johnson get one. All three All on bills. some level. Right. Well, listen, three guys, though, who not just, uh, you know, it's for the Bills fan base. Now, that's a team I'd like. That's a fan base I'd like to see get one. Ralph you know. Wilson. Ralph Wilson, yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, yep. on all counts, as long as they as long as they follow through on getting rid of those crummy, hideous uniforms. I think I, it's happening. I know it's definitely happening. I can't wait for the unveiling, and uh, I just hope they just don't mess with. Just go with the ones with the standing red, uh, the red, uh, you know, uh, bill and right. a buffalo bill. See, I get, <laughs> I've I've spoken out about that too. Buffalo bill. You name the team, the city is named Buffalo. After the majestic beast, and then you name your football team after Buffalo Bill, who slaughtered the said Buffalo. Where's the? Where's the, the it's no wonder that that uh, it, that organization is so star-crossed. You know, <laughs> naming it after the man who kills the Buffalo. It makes no sense. You know. <laughs> Anyway, the point is, is that that trio of skill position players, they sort of represent that downtrodden thing. Though, uh, uh, to some degree, each of those three guys was not highly regarded, obviously, when they got into the NFL. You know, it's it, it's doubtful that any of those guys were were considered locks to be on an NFL roster at all. Now they're all, they, they, at least last season, they all three had uh, very nice seasons. And so that'd be a good one. Sure. See? Where were they on your list? No, they had the backup Phil, excuse me, Philip. Rivers. Philip Rivers. Philip. Philip. What about Matt Hasselbeck? If nothing yeah. else, I mean, you know, at least. Because they, they got screwed over in Super Bowl 40. I don't know what that is. A little, a little guilt about. right there. Is I that what, what that is? No, it's not. I feel, uh, you know, he's he's uh, been through it. You know, he's prematurely bald and he, um, you know, it'd give him at Thanksgiving or, you know, Christmas, at least it, it would be able to take five minutes away from listening to Elizabeth spin her yarns about, oh, Whoopi said the craziest thing the other day. Like, right, shh, I'm, I'm going to brag on uh, brag on my deeds for a moment. You know, just for the sake of the Hasselbeck family at the at the holiday gatherings, I think it would be nice. Yeah. I understand. As a bald guy, yeah, I could. I get it, but I, I, I get your deeper meaning, and I think that uh, Seahawks fans will take this as an admission that you realize that something screwy went on in Super Bowl Forty. And in speaking on their behalf, we appreciate it. 
now I'm glad. So now, so now, so now it's not just Southern California. It's, I'm going up and down the coast. It is all over the the left coast. You you are the defender of all those things. I'll defend uh, Vegas too. Can I take that? Can I take Nevada too? Sure thing. Well, how, how do you can feel I, about the Canucks losing? You bummed about that too? Now? A little bit. So he's going higher. He's crossing the border. No, absolutely. America was rooting for Vancouver because I don't know any Vancouver fans. I'm not going to be in Angel Stadium when the mm. when the Vancouver's baseball team rolls into town and have to listen to their fans just go on and on and on. Well, Orange County sports fans really are among the very worst. How dare you? <laughs> it happens to be true. Oh. Among the best. Ooh. First of all, when the Ducks won the Stanley Cup, most places you'll see in Boston in the next couple of days, there will be a big parade in Boston. It'll be a grand celebration. It'll be very festive and heartfelt. And you'll see ticker tape or confetti or some such thing coming down. It'll be quite a scene. For the for the uh, long waiting Bruins fans, the long suffering Bruins fans in Orange County, when the Ducks won it, they they got I think five thousand or so people out there for the big celebration for the Stanley Cup celebration. Well, there's too and many they, soccer moms that root for the team. That's all that. That's the only people who root for the Ducks. And they bribed them. They bribed them with wieners and uh, and the governor. That's who showed up. And still, <laughs> no. and there were very few people that were there. There was not even a proper parade. And when the Halos won it, where was their parade? Their parade Down was in Catella. Disneyland. Can you started in Disneyland? It's a fake place. That's no place for it's a parade. The, they were the owners of the team. Why a place for it? children, not a there's place for another, sports fans? There's never. First of all, there, it's Anaheim. Nothing says Anaheim more than Disneyland. So why don't you start it there? It went. It started down Main Street. It went down Catella, and then it ended at Angel Stadium, where it should have been. Black. It was two fun. words: Thunder Sticks. There's no way you can defend Thunder Sticks. Why would I? Wait, what? Yeah. What was wrong with Thundersticks? Be, the be, most annoying not, invention in, since the Vuvuzela? Yeah, the Vuvuzela. Listen, uh, here's, a, here's it's a tradition. Now, Vuvuzela, Thundersticks, cowbells, all those things, you know what they say? Is that we can't generate enough noise genuinely. We, Wait, have, to, we, have, to, we have to artificially enhance our crowd noise to distract people. You are generating noise with a Thunderstick, and you are in the game, and you're bang. I mean, I didn't, but... For many years, were... Pittsburgh sports teams have benefited. Wait, you wave a towel for God's sakes! Thank you. Yes, How dare you? <laughs> That's exactly How right. dare you look down on anything? You wave. It's a it's a piece of laundry. Don't you? Dare. That's what you're doing. You know what? I like to have fun, Rank. I like to I like to have some laughs here and there. But sometimes you go too far. <laughs> Careful with yourself. You're no. treading on sacred soil. Here's here's what. Beware those who that those who besmirch the towel pay a steep price. Yes, like the Packers when you threw it on their end zone. I did do that, and it, powers weren't rich enough to, to foil Aaron Rodgers' company. As a Sacramento Kings fan, we have the cowbell. Yes, you are from Pittsburgh. You have the hanky, and you are from now. It's please the, the terrible towel. Thank Sorry. you. Sorry. All right. the The cowbell is annoying and noisy. The terrible towel isn't noisy, but it gets in the way visually. The thunder stick does both. It gets in your line of sight, and it is terribly loud. I have neither the time nor the inclination to debate with you the merits of the terrible towel versus some blown-up plastic banged together <laughs> and a cowbell. How dare you could put those in the same breath? The terrible towel is legendary. Witness everybody else in uh, around the sports landscape showing up with their towels at games. Obviously, it's a cool thing. It's visually uh, I'm not wonderful. trying to demean the terrible towel. I'm trying to say why the Thunderstick is well, the, one of the worst invention they're in ridiculous. sports. That's ridiculous. They're all. No, it's either they're all or none. Whatever. Wow. No, wow. don't don't sit up there. Like we won say, the championship, I'm... and Goofy's here to celebrate with us. That's ridiculous. What's wrong? You've got wait. You have Steely McBeam. Okay, that's that's awesome. Steely, Steely McBeam. McBeam. Wow. Nothing says Steelers like Jack Lambert. Uh, uh, mean Jack Joe Hand. Green. Steely McBeam. All right. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Well, I, I, I can't defend. You win this round, Rank. <laughs> you win this round. Um, so, but speaking of Southern California, why don't you weigh in on this one? News, and you know, by the way, so we we talk about the Bruins win a title and the uh, and the Mavs win a title, but of course, the greatest victory for any sports fan this week or next week or hopefully very soon is uh, an announcement that this lockout hokum is is over with. And you know, I, I, I I'm. Feeling hopeful, but I don't 
know. And then I don't like these, you know, the Schefter types who say, if you think this thing's going to be done in two weeks, you're going to be awfully disappointed. Let's just get it done. I, I need the football. I'm ready for it now. Because now that hockey season and NBA season are done, all we got is baseball, the dying sport of baseball between mm-hmm. we, we, it's time. It's, I, you know, by the end of next month, I want to see, uh, I want to see the NFLers in pads and getting ready for the season, you know? And, uh, but the talk is, the other buzz is, is that L.A. may soon get a football team. Ooh. And that would be very exciting. And, of course, I think we've discussed in the past the, the cockamamie notion of putting, you know, L.A., you always hear, I'm sure, every, no matter where you're listening to me, you've heard the stereotype, L.A. is very spread out. It's so spread out. And, in fact, it's, that's true. And there's a place called City of Industry, which is way inland. It's ugly and flat. And, Wait. And they're talking about putting the stadium. One proposed stadium would be out there. That would be terrible. I Wait. Don't, well, well, why? Why what? Why would it be terrible out there? Because it's... Uh, That's it, where the fans live? So you don't want it near the fans? You don't want it to be out in an area where you can tailgate? Like, I, I, I'm, I've i resigned myself to the fact that I think that the stadium proposal that's going to work is downtown L.A., yes, which is better. clearly the worst option. Whoa! It's an, they wanna, First of all, they want to put a dome in. Thanks. Dome in L.A., that makes perfect sense. The Giants and Jets have an open-air stadium. L.A. is going to have a dome stadium. That works. Second of all, that's not true. It'd be, no, 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 that's stop. not true. It is true. They're going to have it's a retractable. No, they're going to have a, at least a retractable roof, which is the same thing. And it's ridiculous. And second of all, where are you going to getting to the place is going to be impossible. And where are you going to tailgate? You're going to either tailgate in hobo urine in some some small part <laughs> or else you're going to be paying twelve dollars for a 16 ounce beer at the uh, tap house at L.A. Live. Instead, if you were out in the city of industry and to put this in a perfect context for people who are not from Southern California, it's about five minutes away from Angel Stadium. So it's not out in the middle of nowhere. So it's it's around civilization. Five minutes away from Angel Stadium. Yes. Have you been to Angel Stadium? Yeah. Right up to 57. That's, that's exactly where it again, is. But again, this team would be Los Angeles's, that's not fine. yours. And, you, and it should no, not be No, no, no. It should be there. everybody's. Yes. You've got to draw in from everybody. Because you're not going to draw in. You don't you're draw gonna, in fans listen, from the, the notion, The notion that the second biggest market in this country would have a tough time filling the stadium is, is, is laughable. I love when people, hey, you know, the, uh, jokers, uh, blowhards like Colin Cowherd, like, hey, there's a lot of things to do. Oh, a lot of surfing you know a lot of everybody's surfing everybody's too busy surfing to support a team what what are you talking about i've been out here for 10 years i've never come close to a surfer. you know i don't watching listen. point break is the closest i've, I've come it's to not surfing. like that that episode of the happy days where they're all surfing every time somebody comes out here i mean it's just it, it's it's a ridiculous idea that there aren't enough football fans to fill a stadium out there but anyway so the buzz is is that they're wherever they I'm, as far as i'm concerned put it by the sea let the backdrop be the sea. Let it be the Pacific. Right. That's what I want. And and at least downtown is, is more aesthetically pleasing than City of Industry. Is it? Yeah, it's called City of Industry. That's all you no, need to know. Have you been when out? You, that that hey, area is all green hills around it. Hey, when you uh, when, if you're within the sound of my voice and you hear the word City of Industry, what what you think that would look like? That's pretty much what it looks like. <laughs> it's grand. First of all, it's Grand Crossings is the new proper name for it, and it's just green hills. Right. Drive out there right now. It's all green hills. I don't care. I want to talk about these. I want to talk. <laughs> so the about- best stadium is Grand Crossing. For you know what? And I don't even see. This is the problem: is that you are not going to be a season ticket holder. You are not going to be a season ticket That's holder. That's not true. I, I am absolutely. going to be. No, I absolutely no, no, I am going to be. I absolutely. You're not going to be a, be a fan of this team. You're a Steelers fan. I can't be a season ticket holder. I'm working here at the NFL.com. Yeah, but my I'm- wife is going to be going and using the tickets that I get. Hopefully, there'll be a mm. Thursday night or a Sunday night game I can get to. I'm I'm the fan that's going to buy the tickets. If, if the stadium's in downtown, are you not being a season ticket holder? Depends on the team. All right, listen. I'm going to root for them, but let's talk about these teams that are rumored. AEG has apparently contacted the, the, the front runner in this uh, this game of trying to get a team. The teams that they've supposedly uh, had conversations with, the St. Louis Rams, the San Diego Chargers, Jacksonville Jaguars, Minnesota Vikings, Oakland Raiders, and they all have virtues to them. Well, we'll talk about assets. Which one of those teams would would uh, would you most desire to root for? Would you most like to see show up in Los Angeles? To me, it's the team that has the least baggage, the least history, because you want to you don't want to have to you know it's that Lakers effect. They you know they count those championships from Minneapolis, and it's so bogus. You know uh, to defend the Boston Celtics fan, I know I shame the devil that I would do that in your midst, Ram. How but, dare you? But when they compare the two, you know, oh, the Lakers to number a title. All right, well, if they happen in Minneapolis, how can you? You know, do you have any dignity? 
L.A. Lakers fan. You can't really count those as yours. So I don't want that. The Jags make sense. They have some, uh, you know, they have some nice talent there. The only thing we have to do is get rid of their lousy name and logo. We'll start from scratch. As I've said before, maybe we try out the Hollywood Blockbusters. You know, maybe that's the team name. The Hollywood uh, Blockbusters of Cindy, City of Industry. Yeah. The, I like it. No, 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 we're not going with that. The 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 Hollywood Stars. Hollywood Stars? All yeah. right. Yeah. Okay. But I, no, I think the, the one that makes the most sense and the one. The Hollywood I, Knights. That's my favorite. With a K. Hollywood Knights. With a K. With a K. Yeah. Yeah. So they're, so so all their imagery is about right. Is is uh you know, knights and such. Knights uh, of the round okay. table, swords and shields okay. and and uh, you know, all if, that stuff. If that Chain happened. Chainmail. Is that what it's called? Chain mail? Sure. I think so. Yeah. If that happened, the Disney Corporation would be off the hook for having the worst sports name ever. Ooh. Hollywood Knights the, would be a the bad Anaheim sports Anaheim Mighty name. Ducks would be off the... Uh, Hollywood Knights? <laughs> Do Los, you want fans or what? Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim is the worst name in sports. Now, yeah. Followed very closely by Minnesota Wild. Minnesota <laughs> Wild. It's not... You understand? It's, it's, it's not... The wild things. It's not the wild animals. It's you know. It's it's they're just wild. It's just wild. It's just, no. It's basically they're talking about the wild. You know, it's basically they could be the Minnesota outdoors. Is, is, is that the, what it is? It's the wild. Yes. It's the you know the the, the great un, you know all, all the trees and everything. That's what it's about up there. You and know? what sport is this? <laughs> all right. So what's your vote there, Rank? Which team would you most like to see? I've said this on NFL.com last week. Uh, the only choice to me and the only one that makes sense is bringing the Los Angeles Rams back. I like it. I would love to see that. They have to, and by the way, if they created a team even, I think we've talked about it, if they created a team, a brand new team, a brand new franchise, they still should be the Los Angeles Rams and let St. Louis fend for itself, come up with its own new name, right? Yeah, they can be the Barons or something. I don't know. They, whatever their expansion team was going to be. I think it was the Bombers. See, a lot of this nonsense, too, could have been averted if they would have expanded into St. Louis and Baltimore instead of Jacksonville and Carolina. And now you're already trying to move the Jacksonville franchise. And I, I feel for the Jacksonville fans. I think, and I've said this before, I think I said this last week, Jacksonville has good fans. It's a great I know. Mill- it's inaccurate to say. People it's, say people say about Jacksonville that, uh, you know, I, and myself included, that they that they don't fill that stadium. But last year they did. Yeah. I think they, I, they, I don't think they had to black out any of their games, maybe. They might have sold out all their games. I think that's correct. And it's a good military town. And Leonard Skinner, of course, was from Stop there. with that. I don't want to <laughs> no. hear more about Skinner. And last week we talked about that. If you missed the show, laid out one of his now countless, in, in six episodes, you've come up with countless ridiculous uh, assertions, <laughs> one of which was that Leonard Skinner is better than, uh, the, than the Allman Brothers. I took that on the shorts, by the way. I, you people, should. People who I thought would be in my corner on that came out overwhelmingly against me. All right, so you now admit you're wrong? No, I mean, I like what I like. Put it to a poll. Put it to a poll, Milner. That's a word. Skinner yes. versus Allman Brothers? Yes. put that. I want that up on uh, on the site, and when on I, NFL.com. And when I go to the— Allman Brothers, Milner. Allman Brothers, Skinner, I mean. And when I go to the Amazon.com and I'm going to get an Allman Brothers CD, uh, is it the peach? Eat a peach or a the peach. best stuff? Gotta eat a peach. That's that's a wonderful record, start to finish. But it doesn't have Rambling Man on it. Well, you'll go Gaga for it. All right. Okay. I'm going to get it. Um, but it, going back to the rant, it just makes so much sense. And what I'd love to see if they did bring it back, because one of the things I liked what the uh, the team in St. Louis has done in recent years is they've changed the uniform so it doesn't look like the team I grew up watching. But if they come back, go back to those glorious blue and gold uniforms. Mm. I like it. I, I, that, that, well, but with the gray face mask. Yes. That's the key. I don't know why, but the blue face mask on those Rams helmets just throws the whole thing out of whack. But the gray face mask, handsome. Now, Let me ask you a question. Yes. If, if the L.A. Rams came back and they're playing downtown stadium, AEG, I'll, I'll, I'll admit to that. That's, it just seems like the most possible team. It, it seems like if sure. AEG is going to buy into a team, because Jacksonville's not for sale, uh, the Chargers aren't for sale. Minnesota's not for sale. AEG buying in and taking part of Kroenke's piece seems like a legitimate thing that could happen. That's, you know, because they thought that Kroenke wasn't going to take full ownership. They were going to have another owner. Kroenke bought it. He could be flipping the franchise. But here's, the, here's my question to you. What jersey should you wear? You talked a couple of weeks ago about the ultimate Packers jersey is the mm. Max McGee jersey. The L.A. Rams return to L.A. What should I 
be wearing. I have a number 11 jersey that could be either Pat Hayden or Jim Everett. There's no nameplate. I do have the Eric Dickerson blue, and I have a Deacon Jones white. Uh, is there a different one? What should I be looking for as the ultimate jersey? Dieter Brock 5. <laughs> no. uh, I was thinking the Deacon, but you have that. I uh, that's, a, that's a marvelous question. Um I, I'm gonna have to. Get, I don't want to just spit out an answer no, no, to no. you because it would be disingenuous. I want to. I want to heed. I, I want to. You know, be thoughtful and and really consider this uh, thoroughly. How about next show? How about Done. on episode yeah, seven? Yeah. I will have a proper answer for you. In fact, I'll probably have more than one of those. I can't Let me share now. In the meantime, I'm going to give you this gift of a story of winning championships and how to <laughs> properly celebrate them, Rank. Because you you make me think of a your you know. Orange County celebrations, I'm sure. Listen, I'm not advocating riots or anything, but it is interesting that in Vancouver they rioted in the loss, which always seems logically that that should be. It's counterintuitive that people riot when they win, but in fact it makes sense because there's this reflected glory, this reflected strength that you're this warped superhero (laughs) who's above the law, and that's why you go and flip over not just cars, but police cars. There's nothing that can be done. You can't be stopped. But that, but in Vancouver, after they lost, that's when they rioted. That makes a little more sense. But either mm-hmm. way, it's not the proper thing. But Orange County, you know, so uh, what, what rioting you know, we, went we on? We overturned an SUV with a Calvin urinating on a, a Raiders logo. You know, the, with those kind of things. We had tap-out shirts coming off. We are walking up and down State College, raising the roof. Whatever. Very tame. I wow. got it. But, Sounds awesome. But we actually have a nice town that we don't really want to ruin. Well, let me tell you this tale. This is this is maybe my greatest post uh, championship uh, celebration moment. This is this is and this is absolutely true. In uh, 1991, um, the the Penguins had just won the Stanley Cup. Summertime in Pittsburgh, PA, and you know, like most cold weather places, people love to be outside when when mm-hmm. the weather is right for it. And so we were at a place. Uh, in Pittsburgh, where that had a, had a rooftop bar, and then there's the regular bar underneath. Mm-hmm. So my chums and I are uh, are, are tipping some uh, some iron up there, some Iron City beers, and it's closing time. It's like uh, you know quarter after two in the a.m. Mind mm. you, and uh, so they so they say, hey, uh, you got to get out of here. It's, uh, it's closing time here, you know, or you can go downstairs and continue for another uh, for another little while there. Like ah, then the, he comes back and he says, hey, by the way, if this gets you to hustle up a little bit, the Stanley Cup just came in here, and we said, what? What, what are you talking about? The Stanley Cup just came in here. We walk downstairs, and sure enough, there it is in in, in the wee hours, too bright to look at directly. <laughs> there it was, the glorious shiny Stanley. Stanley Cup silver glowing almost <laughs> atop the bar. It was sitting there. Wow. I got closer to it. There were maybe maybe four or six other uh, people still at the bar, you mm-hmm. know, bellied up at the bar there. And Paul Staggerwald, who at the time was the one of the was the radio analyst uh, on the on the uh, Penguin broadcasts, now the play by play guy. Anyway, he was there with the cup and next to it stood a very large man in a suit. You know, he was the he was the security guard of the cup. The Stanley right. Cup had its own security guard. Like awesome. Can I you like imagine? Awesome. So I said, I so I go up to Staggy. You know, I've, I'm a couple of uh, irons in, so I you know I don't I don't mind. I go up to him and I say, what 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 gives? Why 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 the cup here? You know, how did you? And Staggy said, that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. Taking it out and letting it be with the people. The Stanley Cup, because you know, if you're associated with the team, that's a tradition. You get it for yeah. I think a couple of days or a few days, whatever. So we uh, so there sat the cup, and I said, you know, I I, I stuck my neck out there. I was with uh, my chums Richie and uh, and Brett, and we said, uh, let's um, let you know, can we can we hoist the silver? Do you mind if we put it up over our head, get a feel for it? And he said, if it's all right with the security guard, that's fine with me. He he okayed it. Next thing I know. <laughs> The cup held by Orr and Bellavo, and just days before Lemieux was 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 clutched in my mitts. I hoisted it. I felt the power. No police car needed to be flipped over. Yeah. I was holding the cup, and people say, "Oh, it's heavy," but it was light as a feather for me. <laughs> and we passed it around, and we all got a feel for it. Then I decided I'm going to push my luck a little bit. That's my way. If I was on the game show, press my luck, I would have been pressing it until the late, great Peter Tamarkin said, no more, turn the lights out. No more whammies, you know, they're all gone. I, I said, I said, Staggy, what about if we put a little drink in there? What if we put a little bit of Iron City? <laughs> no way. Uh-oh. What if we put a little Iron City 
into that cup. Uh-oh. The bartender filled a pitcher of, uh, of Iron City, Pittsburgh's finest, no. and poured it into no. the cup. Uh-huh. And then we sipped from it. And everybody in the bar, <laughs> like I say, there were maybe, there were, it was me, three of my chums, and then maybe like four or five other people. And we all were in a line and we all took a sip from the cup and then everybody had their drink and they were pleased. And then my friends and I continued through the line, uh, <laughs> yeah. cannonball style until the beer was gone. It's the right thing to do. Of course. And we and we drank from the cup. And the only lament was, we don't have pictures. You know, this is 1991. Oh. So this is before cell phone yeah. pictures and everything. Yeah. So <sighs> so we, we didn't have that. So we we're thinking, so does somebody run and get a camera at the house, right. at somebody's right. house right now? Because no one's going to believe this story. And then we were trying to concoct... Do we maybe make a run for it? Do we maybe take the cup with us? We'll bring it back. <laughs> what? We'll bring it back, but just so that just for the, for the day, we'll take pictures. We'll sit by a pool somewhere, just yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. like like you do, and we'll give it back. It's not not a crime, uh, you know, to to hold it hostage. You know, we just just for our pleasure for just right. a, a couple of uh, hours. So we didn't get uh, any uh, cell phone pictures of it, but that's an absolutely true story. Now that's celebrating. That's, see, Rank, that's you see what trouble. that's about. Can you imagine I drank from the that these lips have touched the cup? I'm I'm jealous and I'm bummed that you didn't get a picture. I mean that's I don't that's know if I with, believe this. That's a problem with cell phone pictures because it's like on one hand you don't get the picture with the Stanley Cup, but on the other hand, if we never had them, we wouldn't know what Brett Favre looks like down there. Oh. I see. Well, that's the yin and yang of things. So I would say the the yin and wang of things. <laughs> 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 All right, that's enough. I think I think we've reached our end. Oh, Milner, we didn't even get to talk about great thing that you that you pulled out. We'll get to yeah. this next week. NFL fan code of conduct policy is going to court. I've spoken out against this many times. Yes. Commissioner Goodell, I think it's out of line. He can In tell, San Diego, the commissioner can tell the players, his employees, how to behave themselves, how to conduct themselves. But we fans are the ones paying the tab. I don't. I, I think it goes too far to give us a fan conduct policy. That's why we've created our own fan conduct policy. We'll, we'll update that. We have to okay. add some new ones. Yeah. My idea, your idea, email us. Or not email me. Drop me a line on Twitter, I should say. Or go under the podcast and, uh, and write up your suggestions for the fan conduct policy in the comment section there on NFL.com. Also, be on the lookout for Rank's uh, glorious pick sixes. Misguided, though, they may be. And uh, we got a new shame report coming up, yes. a very special one. I yep. called an emergency edition of the shame report. That'll be up there soon for you. My uh, sit-down interview, hard-hitting interview with Lamar Woodley of the Steelers on Talking Ball. So much for you to enjoy there. And hopefully, when you go to NFL.com sometime soon, it will say, lockout over. Here comes football. In the meantime, feel good because you hear the Yub Nub song. Everything's all right in the world, right? It's summertime across the U.S. of A. Go jump in the sea, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Go surfing with everybody else in California. The only thing I would suggest is just stay out of city industry and you're, oh, and you're ahead of the game, it. no matter what. Anyway, thanks to the Ewoks for singing. Necktie Milner, Thank Adam you. Rank, and, uh, and to you, football fans, thanks so much. It's been a thin slice of heaven. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. They say every dog has its day, but when you're Lulu and your parents drive a Camry, every day is your day. The roomy rear seat is the perfect, whoa, is that the dog park? Backseat besties, it's a Camry vibe. The all-new, all-hybrid Camry. Toyota, let's go places. Your new home journey starts at Fisher Homes, where everything is red, white, and new. Explore exclusive summer savings and start your journey by selecting your ideal home site and your dream community. Choose from a variety of experts expertly designed floor plans, and bring your style to life at the Lifestyle Design Center. Are you looking for a quick move-in ready home instead? Fisher Homes has options for those, too. Fill out a form to connect with a new home advisor at fisherhomes.com to get started today before the sun sets on summer savings.